You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're talking about tiny anchors, those little things or easy rituals that offer comfort when the seas of life feel rough. This episode is inspired by a Cup of Joe blog post called What Are Your Tiny Anchors from last September? I read that blog post while we were in the middle of the pandemic and just loved the concept and loved reading through all the comments to see all the tiny anchors Mm. that people were finding during the hard year of 2020. And so, of course, I wanted to discuss it with you. Okay. So to start, now that we have a little distance from the most intense part of the pandemic, what were some tiny anchors that helped you through, whether new ones you developed or old ones that you clung to? I love this. Okay. This one is really random, but I watched so many shows about the Arctic. Interesting. She <laughs> went on an Arctic deep yeah. dive. So we binged <laughs> on the show alone and we are still currently binging on the show Life Below Zero. And I think it's because it's this like escapism. Yes. And they're always so survival based. Right. Where it just felt like getting back to simplicity. It's so very different from the desert, mm-hmm. about as different as you can get. Mm-hmm. And so like it just especially in the summertime, it's really nice to watch it and it almost like makes you feel cold. Right. (laughs) So I don't know what it has been about that, but it's been, you know, not controversial, not, Mm -hmm. not, um, you know, suspenseful or things that just felt like stressful to watch Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, but just such an escape that I have really loved it where I'm like, okay, what else can I dive into about the Arctic? Perhaps I need to like find a really good book about it or something. Interesting. So that is one that I've absolutely loved. I could see that too. It seems like it would make you feel so grateful for your current situation. Like even though we're at home during a pandemic, it's like, well, I have running water. I have coffee. And I can get a grocery delivery. Exactly. I think there was, because I, I really think one thing that was very hard about the pandemic was this sense of vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? Like that yeah. we were connected to our survival in a way we haven't mm-hmm. been in a very long time as a society. And so it felt this like, yeah, it felt like putting everything in its proper place. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm still good. Yes. I still have electricity. Right. We are all healthy. I right. don't have to go hunt for my food. It yes. was just, I don't know. Yeah. It put, it put, it put you in touch with that. So I love I that. Love that. Okay. Uh, This I feel like kind of started during the pandemic and really continues to today. And that is just looking forward to getting in bed more than ever. And specifically, I feel like I really started this habit and ritual of getting in bed, like my teeth are brushed, just feeling I am finally off duty for the day, truly off. And I put moisturizing balm onto my cuticles while laying in bed and reading. Yeah. And that just to me signals I am doing things for me. Mm -hmm. I am off duty. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that just became this really sacred thing. Begin at the end of the day. Yeah. Like when you've been on duty in a way that we never have been Mm -hmm. as parents, I think that that's big. Yes. Another one for me was um, two different podcasts and Instagram Mm. follows. Heather McMahon, who's a comedian who is hilarious and just made me giggle on the daily Mm -hmm. and her podcast, Absolutely Not Podcast, is hilarious. Not appropriate to listen to with children, (laughs) Okay, but you know I like it spicy. Yes. And then the other one was Pantsuit Politics, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about on this show before, but just a place to go for some 
nuance Mm -hmm. and some somebody echoing what I was feeling and telling me, yes, I am seeing this happening Mm -hmm. in front of my own eyes and Mm -hmm. in terms of the political environment this past year. Um, and then helping me wade through some of it. And Mm -hmm. like, I, I, something I really love that they do is like, they always bring it back to, okay, what can I worry about and what can I not? Mm -hmm. And what is my action step Mm -hmm. and, and how do I protect my own sanity and peace in, in how I interact with this news and with this, you know, social change that I want to see happen. Mm -hmm. How do I balance that with being a mom and being like a functional human being? So that just was a really big anchor for me during all of Mm -hmm. the craziness that was 2020, Mm -hmm. especially, Mm -hmm. um, that I appreciated. Yes. My next one are long walks outside often while listening to an audio book. I had a baby during Mm -hmm. 2020, and so putting Maeve in the stroller and getting outside was a time when I could not be holding a baby still (laughs) with my baby, but like off-duty in the most way that I could be. And I also experienced something where we were at home and also consuming news and, and being reminded or just having this feeling that the outside world felt very scary, dangerous, in fact. And going outside in our neighborhood with trees and plants, it just felt like, okay, the the world is is still there. It's not burning. You know what I mean? Like people are not laying in the street. Right. Um, Not to diminish the severity of the pandemic, but it just kind of helped give me some perspective. Like I can still, I can go outside and breathe the air. Mm -hmm. And it was just really incredible how that really would, I would just feel that relief. Like I'm okay. This is okay. Yeah. So anyway, and, and through our beautiful winter weather, just going on these long walks, just kind of helping give me space, my mind churning with anxiety, kind of giving that a little break, mm-hmm. escaping into an audio book, mm-hmm. um, just taking a lot of, a lot of solace. And yeah. I, I wish I could know how many miles I walked yeah. during the pandemic. Totally. All of us, I'm sure. <laughs> um, put, uh, yeah, put a lot of, put a lot of miles. So mm-hmm. yeah. My last one that really helped during the pandemic, I mean, a lot of things helped, but that was a regular occurrence was my hydration drives. Mm, I would find myself getting to the afternoon and sometimes it was like I needed a, you know, diet Dr. Pepper in my Yeti. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was just, I needed some more water. Um, but it was just loading up my Yeti, putting on an audio similar, Mm -hmm. like putting on, you know, especially when it was hot in the summer and fall of last year and I couldn't just walk because I did a lot of walking and listening as well. But um, and just driving, like mm-hmm. I would drive just straight east mm-hmm. into the mountain until I saw some mountain and then drive back. That's a great drive. Yeah. And sometimes if I needed to cry, mm-hmm. I would go park in my parking lot of peace by the neighborhood Basha's grocery oh. store and it <laughs> looks onto the fountain, you know, it the does. fountain in our neighborhood. Yes. And it just like, it was a view that I felt like I, mm-hmm. I could just kind of zone out a little bit. Gotcha. Nobody was ever there. And so when I really needed to just oh. have a minute, uh-huh. I would go there and just cry it out. Sometimes oh. I would talk to my sister on yeah. the phone, but it was like a, an escape. I knew I could, yeah. you know, I would tell Jeremiah, I'm going to go return some library books. I'm going to do this yes. and I'm going to my parking lot. And he's like, <laughs> okay, you have at it. So it's just, you take that, your time. But I find myself going back there even when mm. I, I feel better, but I'm like, okay, 
sometimes I still just need a minute, you mm-hmm. know, during the homeschool day or whatever. Yeah. And just knowing that it's just comforting to have kind of a little route and to have you. a physical place. Yeah. A de- sometimes you just need a destination. Yeah. It, it really is just about getting out and driving or walking or whatever, but having that destination gives you that opportunity to do that. Yeah. And, and I love that idea too, about having this destination, just this regular place that otherwise would be a nondescript. Yeah. And now this is where I can like take this emotion and yes. heaviness and I know I can go there and I will like, feel I better. feel like that parking lot years to come oh, will be like sure. an emotional, I'll have a very specific emotional yes. connection to yes, that place, you, you know? Will. So just kind of cool. I think you might need a little plaque or yeah. something there. Like. <laughs> many, many tears were shed. Yes. Um, I have something similar of a very specific like destination experience, and that is drive through coffee and bagels at the Einstein Bagels mm-hmm. at Williamsfield and Val Vista. Mm-hmm. If you're local and you ever <laughs> want to visit that, know that that was one of my pandemic comforts. Uh-huh. Um, it's the only Einstein in the area that has a drive through. And just for me, that was, I think, the first place like after Maeve was born, when I finally was like ready to get out Mm -hmm. or just like had to get out in some way, it was a destination where I could go, where I could get, just get something good to eat Mm -hmm. that felt safe. Um, but yeah, gave me, like gave me somewhere Mm -hmm. to go. Um, sometimes I would take the boys. It would be something last summer when we didn't have anywhere to go with them where I could load one or both of them up. And that would just be an activity that Mm -hmm. we could do. Sometimes we would go, we would get some breakfast and then park in the shade and play Beyblades in the the back trunk of the Prius. Like it's going to be such a cool memory one day. And it's the, it's the same thing like that is just has such a specific emotional connection mm-hmm. and like this nostalgia for me now mm-hmm. and I haven't found myself going very often it's not right. really something I ever did before and I haven't found myself super drawn to go but but now too I have a like a specific taste memory yeah a coffee yeah. that is half regular, half vanilla hazelnut with cream, and then an egg and cheese sandwich mm. on an everything bagel. Yeah. That is the taste of getting through the of pandemic. Getting through the pandemic. <laughs> you know, totally. of like a little comfort yeah. that got me through. And I love that. And so I even I, like when we've been around there or something, we've gone and almost like just for the nostalgia, I've been like, oh, I just have to get that yeah. and like remember that yeah. that was a little, a little comfort, a tiny anchor. It. So I love it. Okay. Looking back at 2020 and the small comforts we found made me think about other challenging life seasons and what helped. So I wanted to talk about that. Do you have some other tiny anchors that made a difference in the past to you? Yeah. Um, so re-watching Friends, mm. it actually came out, I think, on Netflix or Hulu, whichever one hosted it initially. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched the entire thing through our adoption process, mm-hmm. all but the last episode, because oh. I actually could not even handle oh. the emotion of yeah. the last episode. And it was so cool because they just had that recent yes, Friends reunion. reunion on HBO. And so then I watched the last episode and watched that and had, mm. it was like this crazy cathartic moment mm for this show just yeah. this sitcom you know that like I think because it it was a show I watched as I became an adult yeah. right for the first time like through high school and into college and then 
Um, it brought so much comfort because it was just fun and, you know, mm. fairly mindless when we were going through our adoption yes. process. And I just, it was like all I could handle. Oh. And then, yeah, like this full circle moment kind of at the end of the pandemic yeah. here, just feeling so comforted by this show that mm-hmm. we all kind of connected over and, um, you know, allowing myself like I just it was so funny my brother and I were texting about it and he's like I mean I'm bawling like a small child I'm like no me too but it felt so good it felt really comforting so I think there's just shows like that or movies or books that just kind of connect to a certain time Mm -hmm. in life and then doing my nails Mm. if I am doing my nails or getting my nails done whichever it is like it is such a barometer for me Mm -hmm. of how I'm doing in life and Mm -hmm. feeling okay or not okay Mm -hmm. and it's so weird but um, also just like the meditate, I've been doing my own nails again and like the meditative practice of having to like sit still for mm-hmm. a minute and just focus on that detail, yeah. maybe watch a show while they're drying or whatever it might be like is just so peaceful mm-hmm. to me. So that is, a, that's just a big one that always makes me feel like myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have, this is so funny. I have two coffee related ones. (laughs) Coffee is such a comfort. These are the ones that came back to me. And actually Einstein bagels also Mm, will make an appearance. mm -hmm. My first job was at a environmental consulting firm. I was so excited to be out of grad school, to be working all Mm -hmm. of these things. And the job was just pretty boring (laughs) and not super engaging. (laughs) Yes, it really was. I was the youngest person in the office by a lot and it was a really small office. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, my days were just fairly mind numbing. Mm And so I developed this habit and I was driving to Tempe. So mm-hmm. I had, you know, a pretty decent commute and that would kind of be like, okay, my time that I get before heading into just like another yeah. day. Yeah. And I developed a habit of stopping at an Einstein bagels mm-hmm. just for coffee. That was kind of probably like two thirds of my way there. Uh-huh. And that just became my regular habit. And so it was kind of getting in my car for another work day, I, I would just be able to think, not that I'm going to work. I'm just, I'm going to go get coffee. Yeah. It just made yeah. it a little better. Totally. And just that cut, co- it would just give me that bit of comfort yeah. to start my day and something to look forward to. Yeah. And it's so funny because since then I had this very specific way that like I drove to work and everything. And otherwise I never would really go into that area. And since then, um, I'm kind of more familiar with the area. And you know how when you're first living in a place yeah. too, it feels different it than it does. It really does. Mm-hmm. And so now sometimes I will come across that Einstein bagels mm-hmm. and just have that like, oh, remember, like that yep. was my coffee comfort yep. and and just kind of this nostalgia. I don't know quite how to describe the feeling, but being so thankful that I'm past mm-hmm. that, like just being so thankful that that's in the past and kind of this um, like wanting to comfort my past yeah, self, yeah. like that was hard, but you got through it totally. <laughs> anyway. So I think about that. And then this is so funny. Then I had a second boring job after that one <laughs> in coffee. We will notice a theme here. <laughs> yes. And coffee was also a comfort there. It was at another environmental consulting firm. It was a much bigger office. So I was around more people, which was great. But just for many reasons, lots of people were unhappy at work. But we developed kind of in my little group, really a daily Starbucks walk. There was a Starbucks just a couple blocks away. And 
oh my gosh, to, to hear someone be like, okay, you guys ready to get coffee? was just like, oh, thank goodness for a break. <laughs> yes. Just getting to kind of chat with coworkers. Um, that was, I feel like Starbucks was kind of earlier and it's like reward and gold yeah. star program. Yeah. So, I mean, I was getting a coffee every day. So I was a gold star member, but I yeah. had this like whole hack too. Like I don't <laughs> like to spend a lot of money. Right. So it's like, I figured out I could get a small coffee, but ask for steamed milk, which would kind of make it a latte, but I didn't have uh. to pay any extra. <laughs> I don't know. I was very satisfied with this. <laughs> just checked all your boxes. Yes. And then since I was a gold star member, I could get like, you know, a vanilla syrup or something for free. So that is so funny. Anyway, I just, I think about that too. Just those little, those little comforts in the midst of a yeah. hard job. So that's so funny because mind. you had, you were off coffee for a while. Yeah. And then Maeve. Yeah. Plus pandemic. And you're like, I mean, it's too comforting. I yes. can't, I can't I not really, do it. I really am enjoying it lately. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. It's, it's I'm good to it. know what comforts you. Oh, it's such a comfort. <clears throat> okay. Now that we're living with a bit less anxiety compared mm-hmm. to a year ago and getting out more, I am curious, are there tiny anchors that you're bringing back into your life or that you're creating that weren't possible during 2020? Yeah, I'm really realizing part of what I missed um, is like wandering alone mm. through a place. Yes. And even when I, I mean, I could get out and do that at Target or whatever, but with a mask is not the same experience. Yeah, I just kind of felt that yeah, like and it's the just world like, is not the same. Yeah, so getting back to Target and TJ Maxx mm-hmm. and a, or a bookstore or mm-hmm. a library, whatever it is, mm-hmm. wandering alone with yeah. no particular aim, not yeah. necessarily having to grab any specific thing. Mm-hmm. Because Target, when you need like deodorant and hairspray and you know, tampons is a very different experience than Target for the sake of it. So I'm enjoying that again. I had my first kind of dropped the girls off at their ninja camp at their gym and just did that. Mm. And it was just so good. Mm -hmm. So good. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing. Another thing that I would like to create that I feel like I was already thinking about creating, but now that I'm homeschooling and Jeremiah is working from home, that can work. But then there was a pandemic, was a an alone reading lunch date weekly mm. where I go to a restaurant where someone brings me my food. Love that. And I read by yes. myself at a table. Oh, I love a solo date with a book. Yeah. So I'm going to start doing that, I think. Cheers to you. You're <laughs> so good about And not even monthly, weekly. Look I'm thinking you. weekly. You are so good at this. Laura Tremaine talked about talks about this from the 10 things to tell you Mm -hmm. podcast and i followed her online for a long time so she's been doing it for a very long time the week and i'm like oh the week yeah pretty much weekly she would she would sneak out and do it and now that jeremiah is working from home it's very doable yeah and the girls are old Mm -hmm. enough that that's easy Mm -hmm. to do oh i love that okay well i have three and for me it is really been the return of these familiar routines tiny anchors that i am just finding so comforting and appreciating them at a such a deeper level than i ever did before so um, my three my orange theory routine Mm -hmm. so happy it's back in my life and for me it's it's the entire experience i like setting out all my clothes and things that I need in, in like just this particular way, Mm -hmm. like on my bathroom counter and having it ready for the next morning. 
I realized that I love my drive to and from Orange mm-hmm. Theory. I have this, you know, since we have this like grid of streets, I have one way that I drive there and another way that I drive back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I find it so pleasing. <laughs> I always save these two particular podcasts, um, Happier with Gretchen Rubin and Happier in Hollywood for the drive to there. Nice. And those are just... You know, they're, they're usually upbeat. They're usually kind of, you know, tips of tips about habits, routines for productivity, activity mm-hmm. goes good happiness. with the workout. Yeah, it really does. It just, it always puts me like in a good mm-hmm. mood. It's not too heavy mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I just, I love the whole thing being back at the library, just that felt like such an indicator to me of just how different the world was and how kind of suddenly scary and anxiety provoking Mm -hmm. these just very otherwise normal or comforting routines Mm -hmm. could become during the pandemic. And so just that that's back and, and I've just celebrated every little thing when we could go inside quickly for pickups. And then when they started opening it a little bit more, and now that the kids section is open and I'm just so appreciating that, Mm -hmm. just really loving that. Um, and finally Trader Joe's. Yes. My first trip to Trader Joe's after I had had Maeve and went with a mask on, like I just had tears in my eyes, just, and it was so funny. Chris was being so good, like trying to bring me some new products or, you know, things, but I just, I had this experience where I saw new products on the shelves and I was like, oh. I missed that. Like, yeah. like I didn't know that that had come out, right, you know, I right. felt like so disconnected from this thing that I just have really loved. And, and that is more to me than just like getting food yeah, for the family. Yeah. So, and you don't almost realize something is an anchor for you until it's gone. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and so many things that would have never been gone in any other mm-hmm. life circumstance, exactly. right? Like, barring a other big health crisis, like we still would have been able to go to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. like political climate aside, right. all of that. But this, it just touched everything mm-hmm. in a way that like took away these small things that we didn't even know we'd ever miss. Yes, yeah. exactly. So being back at Trader Joe's and more recently bringing Maeve, I mean, mm-hmm. just the Trader Joe's employees that saw me pregnant. I yeah. really do have a connection yeah. with many of these people. And then I, I hadn't got to introduce them to my baby Aww. and I have been, and that has brought me so much joy. So, so. cute. Your little sidekick in yes. the cart with you. Yes. So next I want to talk about what tiny anchors do you have that connect you with your girls or with Jeremiah? Okay. I really love our read aloud time with the girls. And I am not, I will say I am not a bedtime story Mm -hmm. mom and never was. Mm -hmm. By that time of day, I'm just like, I am done done with your face to be quite honest (laughs) with you. And the last thing I want to do is prolong bedtime with the story. (laughs) I just never got into it. And so then I felt like I was always looking for this other time to read to my kids. And and I mean, I will see other like, you know, homeschool YouTubers or something like that talking about how oh, we didn't get as many read alouds in as I wanted mm-hmm. to. That time to me is priceless. Mm-hmm. If we do nothing else in a day, we do our read aloud mm-hmm. because I feel like we're connecting over this thing that feels so worthwhile mm-hmm. and then creating this shared memory of the story mm-hmm. and like talking about how it impacts our family life. And just, it just ticks all of like mm-hmm. the, I feel like my best mom self when I'm reading a quality mm-hmm. book aloud to my kids. So yeah. that has been huge for us. Um, 
Friday happy hour or carry out, like when we're done with, especially because it, Jeremiah was not working outside of the home anymore and the kids weren't going to school. So there wasn't this natural division of like yeah. weekday like, from weekend. Exactly. Yes. So it felt oh. like when we were all actually done with our things for the week and could do something fun, even when it was just ordering DoorDash pizza, mm-hmm. it just felt like this like yeah. sigh of relief. It like changes the mm-hmm. tone. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, we are off. We made totally. it through another week. Totally. Yes. And then family swims mm. since we got the pool, especially mm-hmm. in the summer when everybody's cranky with each other. It's so hot. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just was many afternoons that, that saved yeah. all of our sanity. Like yeah. just being able to get outside when it's hot. The water is so, mm-hmm. it is just cleansing. We've talked mm-hmm. about before, just add water mm-hmm. to kids and crankiness. Yes. And, um, you know, Jeremiah and I would put a cocktail in our Yeti mm-hmm. and take it out there. And it just felt like this, it, it's like a perspective giver when things were hard too. like, look at this beautiful pool yeah. we have, look at this yard. We're so lucky overall. Yeah. And we're, um, you know, just getting physically out there to remind ourselves of that. Yes. It was, has been good. So, yes. Well, for me, in terms of connecting with the boys, reading aloud, I am loving that mm-hmm. so much. And I'm really trying to find time to do that on a daily basis Mm -hmm. with them. It is a little bit trickier having a baby. I'm definitely looking forward to those times. I hope they'll never be too old to Mm -hmm. listen to read alouds, but when I can, when all three of them can be listening to a book I'm finding during our days right now, um, reading aloud to them while Maeve is napping. And I just have really found um, my boys can be acting wild and crazy or in bad moods or whatever. And if I will just sit down and start to read, even a lot of times they are wanting to come and join me anyway, but if I just start to read, they just cannot resist. And it just gives, there's something magical about it. It really is. I think too, I've sat down, sorry to interrupt, but I have sat down with like almost tears of frustration in my Mm. eyes and be like, okay, just have this to is all reading. I can do, mm-hmm. but it calms me too. Yeah. There's something very soothing about it. And it's something I can, I can give mm-hmm. them that I didn't have to come up with myself. Yes. Like yes. sometimes I'm just, especially with homeschool, just like tapped out, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, I can connect with you here. We've had a frustrating morning. Let's yes. hit the reset button mm-hmm. with this, yeah. with someone else's words. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's kind of been the same for me in terms of not reading aloud at bedtime mm-hmm. as much, just putting Maeve to bed. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of like divide and conquer at bedtime. And and I just have felt so exhausted at the end of the yeah. day. I think especially with having a baby that's yeah. just so physically demanding. So that might come back into our lives. But I have been really loving moving read aloud mm-hmm. time to other times during the day. This is making me remember... I had this day that I will just remember when I just felt like, okay, I am getting through this and I'm doing the best I can and doing okay. It was very soon after Chris had needed to go back to work after his parental Mm -hmm. leave. So, you know, we started like the spring and summer, Chris was able to be off work. We're navigating the pandemic. We're all at home, but at least we've got two parents. Mm -hmm. Well, then it was time for Chris to start working Mm -hmm. again. So he needed to go be shut away in the office. Right. And here I am with this baby and these two energetic boys. And nowhere to be able to take them. Exactly. But I would like pour myself an iced coffee wear Maeve in the carrier Mm -hmm. and like walk back and forth the living room and read aloud. Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe that lasted for 30 minutes, but during those 30 minutes, it was like, okay, I'm doing it. 
Yeah. Against all odds. Yeah. And that just felt really good. Totally. So yes, reading aloud and, and finding it doesn't have to just be at nighttime. Yeah. I, I used that. to really love doing it when they came home from school too. Mm. When they were in public school, that's transition. what we did. It was just, they would get their snack. Mm-hmm. They would sit and it was like a chance for us all to mm. reconnect it, but also calm down Yes, and, you know, get yourself hydrated, get your snack <laughs> before you are like the demands of the rest of the evening yes. take over. So that's another good time to do it. Mm. Um, so with Cedric, he has always loved being tickled and not like wrestling so much, but like he likes that physical, physical connection. Yeah. And so I have, I had just noticed that over time, like that is really something that he just needs. And so I really tried to make time to do tickle time with him, like just him. Mm-hmm. We go into our bedroom and like he's on our bed and I'm trying to get him tickle time. And he also developed, um, pillow time, which is where you try to hit him with a pillow. Um, so anyway, just needs to be physical. For yeah. And just noticing that sometimes if he's getting upset after a squabble with his brother or mm-hmm. just whatever offering like, Hey, let's go do some tickle mm-hmm. time. Just like seeing that that's something that can really help reset him mm-hmm. and that he really needs and have just been trying to be thoughtful during this time when, when I've needed to be so connected with Maeve, you know, just arms full, trying to make time for that almost on a daily basis, yeah. like that really fills his bucket. So that really works well for him. Um, Dash is really lovey-dovey and snuggly like before bed. Okay. And that's also something with him where like the maybe hot emotions of the day mm-hmm. have subsided mm-hmm. and he is just really able to like connect with you. A- apologies can happen. Then yeah. That's if like they his, need to. his time to be vulnerable. Yeah, and I just bit. feel like he's really, that's just like a great time to connect mm-hmm. with him. And that will just make me feel like, you know what, whatever happened yeah. during the day, we're ending the day in a yeah. good way. And that always just feels, feels really good. And it's just been interesting to kind of see over time, like kind of what they both need mm-hmm. and, and where to connect with them in that way. I will say for right now, Maeve, um, lots of ways to connect with her. <laughs> we we're, are very connected. We're like literally connected at the hip right now. <laughs> um, but she's still nursing right now at 14 months. And I'm just like enjoying that sweet time, you know, I don't want to be nursing till she's three, but right. for right now, right. it's okay. A and, connection I'm, yeah. point. and I'm enjoying that time. Let's see. In terms of tiny anchors to connect with Chris, I've just noticed like sometimes even we're both like laying in bed. I don't even fully have energy for a full conversation. Like yeah. I am, like I said, just like ready to have my own time, but just talking about the cute things that the kids yeah. did and like showing each other the pictures that we have of yeah. the kids from that day, just, you know, that just always feels really sweet. We are trying to do a weekly budget slash admin meeting. Mm-hmm. And I have just noticed that just a 30 minutes, even though yes. it sounds like boring stuff, it just kind of feels like, okay, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like it helps me remember, like we're doing life together. We're on yeah. this team, Yeah, you know, we're not these separate yeah. people running the ship. We're doing it together. And, and it that- helps those, like it helps minimize those areas where it doesn't feel like that during the week because you've logistically at least talked about things on top of that, like emotional 
okay, we are, like you said, we are on the same team here. Yes. It really does make me feel like, okay, well you've got that meeting. So I want to make sure I can support you Mm -hmm. versus like in the moment, like, ah, you've got a Mm -hmm. meeting. Well, I thought you were going to be helping me or whatever. So that just really helps. And we are also trying to bring back our game nights. We used to be so good about this and it just has felt like lately we are just especially tired at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. I'm sure it has to do with having the baby and all of that, but really talking about, okay, we really can stay up until nine <laughs> right. occasionally like one night a week. Yeah. and that really can go a long way. Yeah. And Chris was so sweet. I think it was for our anniversary, maybe this past year, he got us a subscription to like a board game subscription. Oh, cool. It comes about maybe once a quarter. It's not too much. Yeah. Like, we don't have time for too many game yeah. nights. So don't send me one every month. Right, right. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so far we've gotten a couple and they are just games I've never heard of That's before. So fun. And yeah, it's just so fun to sit down. We just did one last night and just learn a new game. We had a little dessert. So anyway, I'm excited. Those That's are coming so cool. back. Okay. Last question. Is there an area of your life right now where you could use a tiny anchor and uh, maybe let's uh, brainstorm this. Okay. Any any ideas of what you might put in place or can I help you think of one? I feel like my morning and evening routine are both off. Mm. Like I feel like just, I don't know if it's also maybe because school ended, but we're all still home in the same way that we were when we were homeschooling. So almost like I need to get back to just being a little more strict with myself about these are the things I do in the morning and these gotcha. are the things I do at night. Yeah. Um, that just may be more like an organizational thing, but I feel like I could use some more, you know, touch points. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're enjoying like the getting in the bed and these are the things that I do. Right. I yeah. feel like I need that in my life. Gotcha. And then the other one is I just, I, f- I don't know if this is a thing or not, but I ke- I kept thinking about why, social things feel a little bit hard right Mm -hmm. now. And I think it's because we had a lot of those like little anchors, like seeing someone at school pick up or whatever, like taken away. Yes. And so I feel like I need to weirdly almost artificially insert some of those Mm -hmm. back in because I don't, you know, a lot of that has changed for a lot of people. Like even the, I'm sure some people feel that way about going into the office, right? Mm -hmm. Like those social connections that you normally had or like your regular monthly happy hour yeah. with your coworkers, those things just all went away. And it's like, how do we add some of those back in though? Cause it turns out those were important for maintaining yes. relationships. Yes. So I feel kind of adrift socially, mm-hmm. like there's just not any of those automatic devices set back, yeah. set back up. Do you know what I'm saying? I completely do. And I am also feeling the same. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I don't think this is going to be one where I have any solutions, but just want to validate and similar. Like maybe setting up a regular coffee date with somebody or a regular way to meet, Yeah, you know? But then it's weird too. That feels like so much effort. Yes. Even if it's someone that you want to see and even if it really isn't that much effort to go have a coffee date. I think maybe after a year when we couldn't do anything socially, Mm -hmm. it weirdly does feel... It's like we need to be reminded that we can. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I need to almost... Maybe even some of it just needs to be unseen things on my end, like setting a reminder to call a friend once a week to reach out or you know Mm -hmm. something that they would never know about but I need that reminder to not isolate a little bit right yes because that became the default for a while Mm -hmm. yeah 
I completely agree with you. And like you said, those little casual acquaintances, I do actually think that so often as a mom, you're busy with your kids, but that 15 minute catch up here or there, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. before or after school. And of course now your school routine has Mm -hmm. changed. So that really isn't Mm -hmm. even coming back into your life. Um, yeah, but those are really important. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. Maybe share, I'll share some of those on Instagram as I think of them, like ways to Mm -hmm. get that regular social interaction back, especially if you've really restructured your life, like Mm -hmm. jobs may have changed for a lot of people, schooling situations, Mm -hmm. extracurriculars, um, how to kind of like ease back into that. Cause I'm also at this place where I feel like if I have something on the calendar every day, it's too much. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. I am I am also feeling the same. Like gosh, yeah, putting things back on the calendar and and one aspect for me is we're coming out of the pandemic and I'm feeling more comfortable seeing people, but I still don't have any childcare. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I I feel like like in some ways my life has opened up, but in other ways it mm-hmm. really hasn't. Yeah. And, and now school, yeah, school has, and now school is ended. out just as it was coming back for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think that's even, I mean, oh, this is a different conversation, but I think that's really contributing to the job market right now mm-hmm. is that people are like, okay, well, I'm still in the same boat mm-hmm. with no childcare here where it's not worth it for me to go back to my minimum right. wage job. Right. I will just stay home yes. with these kids for now. And yeah. then, and it's hard because it was the pandemic mm-hmm. and being worried about getting sick was the driving factor Mm -hmm. for a long time, but then suddenly it wasn't, but it's like, but wait, I'm still kind of facing the same landscape. And I think that's been weird that the cause that the reason of it has changed, but then you still feel in the same position. Yeah. It still left you with like, okay, I'm socializing less or Mm -hmm. I'm not going to places that I, you know, it's not part of my normal routine anymore. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I've been thinking a lot about this, like what would help, Cause I just feel that I think a lot of people feel like this, this kind of just weird in this weird place socially Mm -hmm. right now, where maybe some people that you were close with, you've kind of lost touch with a lot of dramatic things have happened Mm -hmm. that it's like, what do you do is sit down for coffee and be like, Hey, so your whole life changed. Let's talk about that. Download that. It's very weird. Like where do you re-enter some of these relationships? Mm -hmm. Uh, it's very strange. I'm really feeling that. And I think if both of us are, so many other yeah. people must be feeling it. So I, I think maybe just taking comfort in that we're all kind of muddling through yes. and feeling like yeah. we're not doing a great job, but together. Yeah. So. It's just going to be awkward for mm-hmm. a little while, I think. I would say with your morning and evening routine, I, I wonder if maybe starting with just you know, one thing almost yeah. like an anchor, yeah. you know, one thing that you've enjoyed before or that you want to bring yes. in, not feeling like, okay, I need a complete I need a five thing, step routine. But yeah. remembering like, I love reading my nonfiction yes. book or yes. I like, I want to make sure I'm just doing my skincare, just putting lotion on my hands mm-hmm. when I get into bed. So mm-hmm. maybe just like that would be a good entry point for. Yeah. Kind I of- think it's, I think it's interesting where some of those things felt like literal survival mm-hmm. for a couple of months. Like this is the only thing keeping me going yes. right now. Yes. And now that that has abated, mm-hmm. you know, that intensity has calmed down. It's almost like, yeah, just leaving us adrift in a few different ways. Mm-hmm. Like I did those things because I had to, mm-hmm. and I was super strict with myself about it and it helped. And now I'm missing them, but mm-hmm. also I have more flexibility. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
For me, I feel like I could use some kind of tiny anchor for the situation where I'm feeling kind of frustrated and overwhelmed that I have so little time to get anything done. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like I mentioned, the boys are home for summer and we have some, some camps going, but not every week. Um, And I still don't have any childcare for Maeve. Chris is working full time. Um, So yeah, I just do not have a lot of hours for myself. And, And it's kind of these two things. On the one hand, I am really appreciating and enjoying not working outside the home Mm -hmm. where I am not beholden to anyone else, but my family. I love not having those outside obligations and I'm really enjoying that time with Maeve and, and being able to have that time with the boys and stuff. But then there are also things I'm wanting to get Mm -hmm. done and and need to keep going. The podcast Mm -hmm. is one. That's something I really enjoy. My Mm -hmm. blog writing is another, and there's just you know, kind of household administrative life, administrative Mm -hmm. tasks. And so, yeah, I will just feel very overwhelmed that I'm not getting time to get stuff done or not getting any kind of consistent time, but also needing to put it into perspective too. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. The seasonal kind of approach of like, this is just a season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what that is. Maybe, it might be a mantra that I need to come up with, you know, like, like this is a season. I have sometimes been picturing the fall when the boys go back to school. Mm-hmm. And I think by that time we'll have like a part-time daycare situation in place for yeah. Maeve and just imagining, you know, there will be a time yeah. when I have some uninterrupted hours to just get that. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it for me too, it's not just the the work and getting things done, but it's that introvert time, like yeah, just the personal totally. recharge time mm-hmm. um, that some days I just don't feel like I get at all. Um, other ideas, I don't know, maybe sometimes I know when I've been in the like very just newborn weeks where your just arms are full all day long and you can do nothing, making a list or yes. a Pinterest board of something helps me feel productive, yeah. you know? Like I've at least not lost those thoughts right. to the mush that is my brain yes. right now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like this is something I can return mm-hmm. to. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's just like an area in my life that I'm finding is, yeah, not, not feeling as smooth as I want it to. Mm-hmm. And maybe a tiny anchor could yeah. help. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. So that wraps up our discussion, but we would love to hear about your tiny anchors on Instagram. You can find us there. We are High Girls Next Door, or send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. And let's move on to obsessions. What are you obsessed with? Okay. So this is probably a similar situation for other people too. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before on the show, and I haven't really been able to get excited about it until now. So I am obsessed with my summer capsule wardrobe and I don't think it's like as formal as some people do. I don't have a limit on my number of items or things like that, but I have you as a rebel and someone who likes abundance. You (laughs) need to do capsule wardrobe in your own way. Right. The maximist style. That's right. Um, But I just found like, I didn't have those normal things in the year that come up like an event or a season to refresh. Yeah. So I just had the same clothes. Some of them I grew out of. Let's put it honestly here during the pandemic. 
And, or it was just like worn to death, Mm -hmm. you know, just like, really, I have not updated this (laughs) t-shirt for. (laughs) And so I just, I got absolutely ruthless with my closet. Like if I am not loving it, wearing it, or for sure will when it cools down, like it is going. I I mean, I just got rid of like two huge black trash bags full of stuff to Goodwill. And then I got real intentional about adding things back Mm -hmm. in and I'm, I'm just like, okay, these are my tops and bottoms and they all match. Mm-hmm. These are the couple air Cause I, I, my closet was such a, it, there wasn't a lot of stuff. I'm pretty good about getting rid of things, but it was just finding the needle in the haystack of one outfit that gotcha. actually worked together, gotcha. you know, among right. all of the things that didn't. So getting rid of that, it all of a sudden it does, it does what they say it's going to do. Mm-hmm. It feels like I have so much more to mm-hmm. wear, even though I have less right. physical items in my closet. Um, I'm able to just like know mm-hmm. all of the time what I could use. Like maybe I could use a fun sundress, right? but I have plenty of shorts or right. whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, it's, I am not a one pair of shorts, one pair of jeans right. kind of gal. I definitely have choices, mm-hmm. but they all go together. It feels like packing for my trip to Sedona for book mm-hmm. club retreat was so much easier. Mm-hmm. Packing, you know, the thought of packing up to go to Wisconsin is so much easier. Yeah. I'm able to really see where the holes are in my wardrobe that I need something for or Mm -hmm. what is, what is making this not work? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just lovely. Mm. It's lovely. And most of it came from target. I don't, I'm not, you know, love target, but it's just like, I, I, it's all intentionally bought and it hangs in one section. And then I have my other things that I kept as like lounge Mm -hmm. wear, whatever, but it's, it's not clouding up my same, my like, this is what I wear every day section. Let me ask you a few more questions. Yes. Love talking about capsule <laughs> I know wardrobes. you do. I knew you'd be proud. <laughs> do you ha- did you have any, you know, guidance in terms of color palette or, okay, I know that I need to have this number of kind of like bottoms, tops, dresses, anything like that that helped you? I didn't really. I think it's probably things that I've, I've been interested in doing something similar mm-hmm. for a while. So it's kind of like in my head yeah. as what I need or I know I like mostly neutrals. I know I like like a denim shirt as an mm-hmm. overlayer or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So I think I just kind of went on the couple pieces that I had that I knew mm-hmm. I was wearing a lot. And then what could I add to this? What would make it work? What would, what would I pack for a trip that would all go with the same mm-hmm. pair of shoes? Like mm-hmm. just kind of thought through it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I think when I pared down, I had like a denim shirt and a like white, like real light cotton mm-hmm. button up that I had just gotten and a sundress. Mm-hmm. And that was like literally it. Wow. And I'm like, okay, that, that, you know, fit that I wanted to go out in. Cause that's the thing. Like you, I mean, it's a very different standard for what I will wear around the house right? Yes. to what I will even just yes. go get coffee in. Right. Yes. And so I just needed to like really get real about that. And then I was like, okay, if I got this kind of dress, I could pair it with either of these shirts. Or yes. if I got, you know, I need like two, three pairs of shorts mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So, Oh, I love it. It's, it's making me very happy and I'm trying to get Jeremiah to do the same. Ooh. Okay. Good luck. I'm like you need to get ruthless. That's with right. Your closet. Yes. See the light Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have an obsession that I've had for a long time, but I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast and that is my steam mop. Oh, do you love this? I, I have thought about these. I love my steam mop. I feel like my floor cleaning situation is always so complicated and then I don't just, okay. I just don't clean the floor. Let me just <laughs> tell you. 
Which one do you have? I have, it was a recommendation by Clean Mama. Okay, I love her. It is the Bissell Steam Fresh. So you plug it in. It has a little reservoir that you fill up with distilled water. I think our extra hard water, you need to make sure you're using distilled water. And I will sometimes do like a splash of vinegar and then maybe sometimes a couple of drops of essential oils Uh oils just to cover up the vinegar smell. smell Yeah, make it smell fresh. Just the steaminess. Yeah. I feel like it's it's cleaning the dirt. I feel like I'm killing germs. It's just like the squeaky clean. Yes. Oh, it's so satisfying. This is what I hate is when you have cleaned the floors, which is one of the most like backbreaking jobs, mm-hmm. even if you're just you mm-hmm. using a mop. It and then it doesn't feel clean. Yes. Because you're just smearing yes. a lot of dirt around. Exactly. So I feel like this really gives you that really clean feeling. And Oh, I just, I just love it. And right now we have kind of a very light color, nearly white tile. So gosh, they look dirty. And in the kitchen, you know, any drips and stuff, then collect dirt. And so transforming that floor from that to like freshly steam mopped. And I don't love our floors. Like our grout is discolored, Mm -hmm. but just having it steam clean, at least it is clean. So anyway, I highly recommend it. I you know, I know it's kind of different depending on what type of floors mm-hmm. you have um, and stuff, but oh man, love doing a steam mop. This is good to know. I think I need, so do you have a, is it like a, a washable microfiber mm-hmm. pad then? Or yes, what? Okay. exactly. And can you get multiple so that you're never, Yes. you know, I don't. Yes. And sometimes I will like, depending on how dirty the kitchen is, I'll do kind of the front side of the house in the kitchen and then change, yeah. change the cloth or the, you know. So you always kind of have one at the ready. Exactly. Okay. Highly recommend. And you could definitely do it on your tile. Like you have yeah. the wood tile floors. We just floors, have all so. like the, yeah, the wood look, but it's all ceramic tile. So I love if I have enough energy, which doesn't happen a lot after bedtime, but if I have enough energy after bedtime, I have loved to do like a sweep and then a steam mop and just mm, like go just to bed. Main traffic areas. Oh yes. And just like listen to an audio book and go to bed knowing I have freshly steam mopped floors is so satisfying. Okay. Here's one more question I have for you because we have had a Bissell like, um, carpet steamer cleaner Mm. before, like a, like Mm -hmm. for pet stains in particular, Mm -hmm. but I felt like it was very hard to clean out or get the old water out. And therefore it always kind of like smelled unfresh. Okay. That is not a problem with this. this? There's a little reservoir that comes completely out of the steam mop. So then it's easy to fill. Mm -hmm. And then I just leave it on the countertop, you know, uncapped until it dries completely. So I feel like that is not a, you're not going to have like mildewy water in there or anything. And I think the fact that that was actually suctioning Right. There's no suctioning. It's just no. adding water exactly. to the pad to help it's it just clean. just steaming all need, over your dirty floors. This. I need to Amazon. Highly recommend. That to my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Well, in neighborhood news, it is 117. Ugh, I was, early. It's I was, earlier than I it normally is. I was outside this morning in the backyard at 8 a.m. Yeah. And the heaviness of the heat, that is just how you mm-hmm. know here. Like it is mm-hmm. not even 9 a.m. And oh my gosh, it's hot. You yeah, can it's just bad. feel it. It's real bad right so now. So we're all inside with yeah. our ACs running. There's always much less neighborhood news because we just yeah. retreat inside. Even Rollerblade Guy is not oh, venturing out in I this. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
stay it is not inside. Safe. Yes, exactly. So that's all the neighborhood news we have. It's super hot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Find us in between shows on Instagram where we are High Girls Next Door and we have a Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Find the show notes for our episodes in the notes of your podcast player and at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Okay. One of mine was, I feel like I have never looked forward to getting in bed. <laughs> Hold on. I said that in a way. What were way. you doing in that uh-huh. bed? I know. <laughs> Maybe. Just <laughs> getting in bed. <laughs> Just literal sleep. <laughs> okay, babe, do they know they need to be quiet up there? <laughs> the lads are all home. Erica's laying down the law. <laughs> <laughs>